Hey everyone, welcome to Village Church q and I'm Amanda and I'm here with Pastor Michael again. Again. And we are <laughs> this time talking about are there different kinds of angels? Have you ever met an angel? I don't know. Because uh, it's in, in uh, the book of Hebrews, it talks about some of you have entertained angels unaware. That goes back to story in Genesis. Yes, where, entertained yeah. and then like interactions of like angels helping Right. People, there was a story when I was born, my dad, it was like a very fast delivery mm. and my dad was trying to get there and my grandma was bringing my mom in and my grandma had to go park the car yep. and somebody showed up to like help my mom out, <laughs> wheel her in, was in with her the whole time and then all of a sudden gone and they right. were like, and my mom has always been like, that was such a weird circumstance. Right? Yeah, there's a, there a, a college intern that we had for a couple of years and his name was Ben and uh, Ben was he is one of the coolest guys on the planet, right? Mm. Ben was just great. Well, we had, like Ben was always helpful, always great, always kind, always had the right like patient response. We put Ben in these like crazy circumstances, mm. and Ben just always, always pulled out like the magical bullet, found like, the right way always. to handle it. So I, I, I was I was talking with one of Ben's best friends, and I said, "Have you ever seen Ben sin?" And he's like, "No, I haven't." And I'm like, "Do you think Ben could be an angel?" <laughs> Think angels could live for long periods? That I know, right? Why not? And but then, so then I asked him, "Why not? Have you ever met Ben's parents?" And he's like, "I haven't." Like, have you ever met like his brothers or sisters? <laughs> Come to think of it. Come to think of it, I lived with him and I haven't met any of them. And I, I joke for a while. And oh, I know Ben's not an angel. Right. I mean, but like, yeah. it's, it's a joke. But um, so are there different kinds of angels? And, and uh, the answer is most most likely, absolutely, for sure, I think so. Yeah, they pop clear? up in different places of the Bible. <laughs> I know that. And sometimes yeah. it's talking about Jesus. The right? angel of the Lord is, okay. uh, yeah. So like when you see the angel of the Lord, that phrase, that is Jesus before he was born. So that whatever God. On earth. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Good point. Mm -hmm. Whenever God takes flesh in the Old Testament, it is always Jesus. Jesus is God in the flesh. So the spirit of God is never the one that shows up and the father never shows up. It's always Whatever God takes on flesh in the Old Testament, it is it is Jesus. And the angel of the Lord uh, is equated with God multiple times. So okay. um, whenever you read about the angel of the Lord, that is Jesus. But now that's different. That's not an angel. That's that not is an angel the then. But let's be clear because the, the name angel is in there. Correct. Um, so here's a couple things that we know that we know that we know about angels. Um, number one, uh, angels have hierarchies. They live within an org chart. And uh, somehow the spiritual laws do not allow violation of these org charts. So uh, it is clear that, that Satan is at the top of the demonic org chart. Uh, it appears that under Jesus is Michael, the archangel. Uh, he is at the top of the angelic org chart. And uh, the higher you are up on the org chart, the more authority power you actually have. So do you think Michael and Lucifer, or what was his name? Were they yeah, of equal Satan. hierarchy? Okay, so listen to fall. this. Yeah, listen to this uh, scripture from Jude. There's only one chapter of Jude, so okay. Jude chapter one, okay. verse nine. This is really interesting. So here's what it says: Even the archangel Michael, when he was disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, isn't that interesting? Interesting. They're fighting over this body. Even Michael did not himself dare to condemn him, Lucifer, Satan, the devil, for slander, but said, the Lord rebuke you. It's interesting, In the they're having a battle, and there's something in the hierarchy 
that prevents Michael from taunting Satan. Mm. So all he can do is invoke the higher authority and say, Jesus rebuke you. I can't. Mm. It's a very interesting dynamic. Mm. Now, there's a lot there, right? But but we want to pull back and just say there seems to be a very structured org chart. The, I remember this passage. I'll never forget it. Daniel 10. When I, when I read this for the first time, it just like, it's like the scales fell off my eyes and mm. things started to make sense mm-hmm. in the spiritual realm. Daniel 10, 13, there is a, an angel that is sent to Daniel from God, but the angel gets actually trapped by demonic forces. Here, here's what this says. Daniel chapter 10, verse 13. But the prince of the Persian kingdom, this is, uh, there were demons uh, responsible for nations. Okay. That's called the prince of the Persian kingdom. Resisted me. They're fighting 21 days. So they're duking it out 21 days. That, yeah. This is a long time. Then Michael, one of the chief princes or the archangel. So the clue is multiple chief princes, but Michael is the only one we're aware of came to help me because I was deter- detained there by the king of Persia. This is an angel sent by God, stuck by uh, trapped by a, a demon of a higher authority. And the only way 21 days he could have been released is by a higher authority angel or mm-hmm. the archangels, mm-hmm. Michael coming and releasing him. Yeah. I mean, you start to get the picture here, yeah. right? Um, there is an actual real battle and the demonic realm has structured themselves so that they are overseeing actual nations. Um, and we don't really see that the angelic realm under the reign of Jesus is overseeing nations. We don't kind of get that clarity. Um, but Satan has learned if I can control the fates of nations, uh, he structures himself to really move nations around. Uh, mm. It's a very interesting dynamic there. Mm-hmm. But my first point in saying this is that there are minimally hierarchies in the angelic realm. Yep. And whether they're different kinds of angels, um, angels are clear as to where they are on, on the org chart. Right, right. Um, and they stay stick to the org chart. That's, I think that's one of the most interesting things. They have to play by the rules of they, the, or yes. They do. Mm-hmm. Um, God has established spiritual rules and uh, they are all stuck to abide by them. And mm-hmm. it's interesting. So a um, little side habit I have, I listen to demonologists on YouTube. Uh, I know that sounds very dark and got very weird right there, but um, yeah. there are in the Roman Catholic church, actually there, they have uh, um, one particular demonologist who I've watched more hours of his, his stuff. Uh, very interesting stuff as he talks about his experiences and the stuff. And and every demonologist I've ever, ever heard, um, every exorcist, if you will, uh, talk about their role. They always come back to the same thing, that there are laws to the spiritual universe and authority structures are woven into the fabric of the spiritual universe, mm-hmm. which is why, by the way, in the New Testament, subversion of authority is a grave sin. Um, so in the book of Romans, it talks about all of these like really dark sins that people do. And then it says, uh, adds to the list, disobedient to parents, right? You're mm-hmm. like murder, slander, disobedient to parents. Right. Because in God's kingdom, subversion of authority is a very evil thing. Very serious. Yeah. Um, so much so that in the spiritual realm, they are not allowed to cross hierarchical authoritative, you know, boundaries. Mm. There's a lot there, but, um, so here's here's the second thing. So number one, angels have hierarchies. Number two, there seems to be categories of angels. I, I would assume they apply to demons as well. So demons who fell would fall possibly into one of the categories. As you open up the the Bible, you have a category called seraphim. Uh, Isaiah six one to fourteen describes seraphim. This simply means a fiery one or a bright one or one who's like they're on fire. And 
Um, then there's another category called cherubim. And the cherubim, for example, when Adam and Eve were cast out of the garden, the cherub were placed there. Yep. There's a little bit of debate, like, are, are seraphim and cherubim the same thing, but they're just different descriptions of them? Are they actually two different categories of angels? Um, I tend to think they're different categories of angels. Um, above the Ark of the Covenant on the cover are two cherubim. They guard heaven. Um, they also guard the presence of God. They all have these different jobs and yeah. it really does seem like they have roles and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And, and then you have this category of archangel. Michael's the only archangel named, but uh, Daniel tells us there's multiple archangels. You have Gabriel who's named, but he's never called an archangel. Church mm. tradition calls him an archangel, but the scriptures aren't necessarily clear. Um, there, there's a, here, here's another one. There's this really interesting text in the book of Matthew. And um, Jesus is talking about little children. And he says, um, whoever um, messes with one of them, uh, their angels, uh, he says, their angels see the face of God, meaning they, they go to God and they talk to God. And if anybody messes with a kid, Jesus talks about angels that are actually designated to, for the protection of children. Yeah. And if you do anything to these children, these angels are going to go tell the father and the father is going to get you in big trouble. Right, right. Right. So this idea, like there are angels whose job it is to protect children. Yeah. And I believe that just yeah. as a mom of multiple right. children, I'm like, how did you just not How kill you yourself alive? right there? Thank totally. God. Well, that I think is a really striking. So it's interesting because you have hierarchies, you have categories, and then you have jobs. And um, I don't know how it all works together. Hmm. Uh, we we kind of see all of this in scripture, but when you die, you'll you, understand, you'll get it. Yep. <laughs> you'll get it. I do yeah. know this, that when, when uh, in, in scripture, when people see angels, when John sees an angel in Revelation, yep. he's like, he thinks he's God. Right. He's, there's so much glory. There's no category yeah. for something so glorious. And it's God amazing. is infinitely more glorious than right. that. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yep. Anyways. That's great. Awesome. So next time we're going to be answering the related question, mm-hmm. are angels created or eternal? 